Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abisay Bayisa and Rachel Pierce. All right, Rachel. I've got the age-old question. Is it base offense level 6 or base offense level 7 in 2B1.1? Oh, this is a good one. So I've got a defendant who was convicted of wire fraud in violation of 18 U.S.C. 1343. It's got a 20-year statutory maximum. And in this case, the defendant basically embezzled money from a bank uh, where he worked. And I'm trying to figure out what is the base offense level here? Is it six or is it seven? Oh, that's a good question. So there's actually a couple of things going on here. When you're looking at the base offense level of seven, let me get to it in my guidelines manual. It says, if A, the defendant is convicted of an offense referenced to this guideline, and B, that offensive conviction has a statutory maximum term of imprisonment of 20 years or more. So it's sort of a two-part analysis if you will. Okay. Um, first, you have to be referenced to this guideline, and that's referenced via the statutory index. Okay. Right? So this, this, in this particular example, this wire fraud violation, 18 U.S.C. 1343, if you look in Appendix A, it does reference you to 2B1.1. Okay, so, so step one is... Check. We got that. We got it. Defendant is convicted of an offense referenced to this guideline. First step. Then the next step, if you will, is and that offensive conviction has a statutory maximum term of imprisonment, term of imprisonment of 20 years or more. So this 1343 violation does carry a 20-year statutory maximum. Okay. So this would be a base offense level of seven. Okay. Which I think seems pretty straightforward. Yes. But there are issues that come up. Right, and I guess the other one is, you know, because I get, I think I get stuck on this 20-year max. Like, okay. What about money laundering, where okay. the defendant is convicted of money laundering, but money laundering is one of those where you go to the underlying offense, and so you've got a 20-year stat max for money laundering sure. under 1956, and then you have to go to 2B1.1 if the laundering money were like the proceeds of like a fraud or a Ponzi scheme. So there's lots of ways to end up in 2B1.1. Mm-hmm. So I've got a stat max and I got to this guideline by way of a money laundering guideline. Right. But I got my 20-year stat max, then what do I do? Right, so in this, in this example, we've got the second part. We've got the offensive conviction having a 20-year stat max because that money laundering conviction does have a 20-year stat max. Okay. But what we're missing in this example is the first piece of it, the A, the a prong. The defendant was convicted of an offense referenced to this guideline. Now, that's very specifically defined in the application notes. Okay. That it's via the statutory index. Okay. Or it's via 2X1.1. So for an offense involving a conspiracy um, to commit an offense that's referenced to 2B1.1. So the statutory index for that money laundering offense uh, is going to take you to 2S1.1, ah. not 2B1.1 initially. Right. Initially. So in order for this 7 to apply, you have to be referenced to this guideline via that statutory index or 2X1.1. So you can't just find your way here magically via some other guideline. Right. You have to actually initially be referenced through the statutory index or 2X1.1. So even though you are pulling 
from 2B1.1 because 2S1.1, the money laundering guideline, you know, pulls the base offense level based on that underlying conduct. Right. So absolutely, you're here okay. legitimately through 2S1.1, but you didn't start out there via Appendix A. Does that make sense? It does, okay. but now I have another question. Oh, no, I don't, about I don't know about that. <laughs> conspiracies. Okay, okay. Right? What if you are charged with, you know, just the general conspiracy 371? Sure. And we know that when you have a conspiracy, you go to 2X, right. and then 2X tells you go to the underlying offense. Sure. So if I've been convicted of a conspiracy and the underlying offense, let's say, is uh, wire fraud, mm -hmm. and so it tells me I go through, I'm referenced to this guideline, right. wire fraud does have a 20-year stat max, but I'm convicted of a conspiracy under right. 371. Right. So this is uh, actually the flip of what we just discussed in the money laundering example. Okay. We have the A-prong med. We are legitimately referenced to 2B1.1 via this 371 conspiracy. Okay. So, I, you know, the statutory index and 2X1.1 gets us there legitimately. Okay. But the second piece is the offensive conviction has a statutory maximum term of imprisonment of 20 years or more. So even though the underlying offense in this 371 conspiracy would carry a 20-year stat max, what the defendant's actually convicted of is a 371 conspiracy that only has a five-year statutory maximum. So we don't meet the second prong of that. And then we have a base offense level of six instead of seven. You know, I got a call from a judge who, I think his question was, well, if I got to 2B1.1, right, legitimately, sure. mm -hmm. and 2B1.1, the guidelines that I'm going to, the conduct that I'm going to use to calculate these guidelines is the wire fraud sure. conduct, sure. right? Not mm -hmm. just a random conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Right. And the wire fraud guideline or the wire fraud statute mm -hmm. does have a 20-year stat max. Why wouldn't I meet the B prong too, right? Right. I, I totally understand that and I, I understand where, you know, folks are going when they're when they're asking that question and thinking that way. And I think the, the, the only thing I can point to is just the actual language in the guideline itself where it requires that the offensive conviction has a statutory maximum term of imprisonment of twenty years or more. And certainly the offensive conviction in this example is is the conspiracy, the three seventy one conspiracy. That is what the defendant's actually convicted of. Okay. So we don't look at the underlying conduct, we actually look at what is the statute that you have been convicted of. Exactly. And if it's not twenty year stat max, you're automatically gonna be at a six. Exactly. This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk, today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case.